Hello! Welcome to TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of TH Glee. (laughs) Oops, we did it for the first time. (laughs) So, okay. So, folks at home, this is the episode with Super Base. (laughs) This is season four, episode 16, Feud. Um, We recorded this episode at this time. When was this? Like, it was... I want to say like six months ago, probably more. It was a while ago, uh, and we had our first ever audio problem (laughs) with the audio for that episode. So what happened was I went to edit this episode uh, last weekend, and I imported my track in Courtney's track into Audacity like I always do, and I noticed that Courtney's was like three minutes longer than mine, and I was like, um... Hope oh, that's not bad. And spoiler alert, it was bad. Uh, we lost the first like three or so minutes of my audio. Courtney's was still there. Uh, so yeah. we oh. just. <laughs> I don't know why we're complaining. You could have just listened to me for three minutes. <laughs> just me talking to myself. Just, just like you a- having a conversation with no one. <laughs> <laughs> and ever going like, what the fuck is happening? Well, yes, yes. Um, so we just rewatched the first, I like it was like maybe six, seven minutes of the episode because because I could tell in in our recording where our audio synced back up and I knew exactly where it was. So we were like, okay, let's just watch up until that point again, and then we'll come back and we'll do a new intro and we'll uh, recap that section of the episode. There's also a chance, because I, I didn't listen to the rest of the audio. I didn't edit the rest of it, because I was, like, too upset about this happening. <laughs> so it's possible some of the stuff we're about to recap does get recapped later on in the episode. Uh, if it's completely redundant, I will cut things out in the editing process. But just so you know, things that we say now, we may have said in that audio from, again, like, six to nine months ago. <laughs> so... Courtney. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the episode with Super Vase. We did it. <laughs> that, that was a lot of the sentiment on your portion of the audio was like, well, we made it. <laughs> I just remember that most of it, most of me watching Glee was just hearing about everyone talk about like, oh, have you gotten to Super Vase yet? It's the worst song <laughs> in Glee. Have you gone to Super Vase yet? And I was like, what the fuck is the big deal? And then we watched it and I was like, yeah, it was bad. I think I, re- I probably will say this later. It's not as bad as I, like, it's not as bad as, like, the other horrendous songs they did in season four. So. <laughs> yeah. I I distinctly remember you saying that you would take this over Turkey Lurkey time, like, any oh, day. Any day. I stand by that. <laughs> day. Turkey Lurkey time makes me feel like I have, like, left my body. <laughs> <laughs> And this, I feel like, makes you feel like you've left your body, but, like, in a slightly less bad way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would say Super Base, I think, raises more questions than Turkey Lurkey Time, but Turkey Lurkey Time, on the whole, is a worse experience. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you answered a lot of those questions when we were talking about the Baby Got Back rendition, but when watching that, I had a lot more questions about that choice than the Super (laughs) Base, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
So, not to get too much into that portion of the episode, because we will get there in our previously recorded section, but let's talk about the start of this episode, the first, like, seven or so minutes. <laughs> Courtney, you pressed play on this, and you were like, so here's what you missed on Glee, and there's actually no here's what you missed on Glee. Yeah. There is a recap, but it is not normal. <laughs> no, it's a, like a fucking, like, horror movie-style flash of, like, Finn kissing Emma, Emma not going to the altar. Will and Finn fighting. And then it just goes, fuse. And then that's when yeah. Ryan Murphy was like, oh, I have an idea for a new show. Um, <laughs> they still haven't done a second season of that, right? Like, I don't think so. I remember at one point he said that he was going to do it about, like, Princess Diana and, like, the royal family. <laughs> oh, that seems not good. Well, and then, like, ten other people beat him to it, so, um... Yeah, Spencer did happen. And the crown, and oh, what yeah. have you. I forgot about the So, but, yeah, to, to stress again, the way that this episode starts is with, like, operatic music. Like, ominous opera music playing as, like, a montage of uh, Finn, like, confessing it's to Will that, uh, that he kissed Emma, and then, um... It cuts to, like, Blaine and Finn, not, Finn and Will, like, sitting in front of, like, Blaine, Artie, and Tina. Yeah. Who are like, guys, this has to stop. Regionals is coming up. We need both of you to win. And I was like, not true. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but then it shows, like, um, a series of, like, incidents of Finn, or of Will being abjectly cruel to Finn in front of everybody. In yeah. the Glee Club. And, like, bullying him. Yeah, and it's like, go get coffee. Mm, this isn't how I wanted it. Do it again for everyone. Um, my dry cleaning is bad. Mm, look, Ryder, you're so good at football. <laughs> like, and he was, he was like, being pretty mean about it. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, if he's this worked up about this, why does Finn still work for him? He could just tell him, like, hey... You need to take a break from doing this. It's not like it's Finn's only job, and it's not like Finn is getting paid for this, as far as we know. Also, at this point, Will and Emma are, like, fine. And, like, Will figured out that, like, his issues were what caused the rift with Emma. It wasn't the thing with Finn. So he's, like, just being a dick about it. And, like, sure, it's not great from Finn's perspective, but, like... If Will's that worked up about it, why is he keeping them there? Like, like Will hired Finn to do this specifically for, like, to be like, hey, man, you need direction in life, and I care about you. And it's like, you can just rescind that. <laughs> Who cares? But yeah, and then Blaine, <laughs> like, writes... <laughs> he writes feud on the board. He writes feud on the board, and he's like, you guys are feuding. Uh, famous musical feuds is gonna be the theme this week, and you guys have gotta work through your issues, and also, like, they somehow know about the Miss Pillsbury thing, which is weird, um... Yeah, who told them? And, yeah, I, I don't know. But then, then it cuts the title card, and then we were both struck with shock at what happened next, which is... Um, Rachel, (laughs) Santana took Rachel to the clinic... Because I forgot that Rachel had, like, a pregnancy scare in, like, this moment in time. Because it lasted for literally two milliseconds. hmm And then Rachel's like, all clear. I'm all good. No baby. And Santana's like, oh, thank God. And Rachel's like, all right. Off to class. Bye-bye. And Santana's like, hey, maybe this is a wake-up call for you to stop being a whore. But I... <laughs> she, doesn't... she says something like... About the choices you're making with your life, which I do think is a little rich, especially coming from Santana. Yeah, but who canonically fucked every person? I I don't I don't agree in the sense of like oh it was like horrible that she slept with both Finn and Brody in like a relatively short span of time. I think the more important thing is her being cavalier about this sort of scare during her like freshman year of theater school. Yeah. <laughs> As she lives in an apartment with no walls with like four other people. And she's just like, okay, whatever. Back to class with Cassandra July or whatever. Like, like that's not a healthy attitude to have, you know, that sort of indifference 
uh, all of that. So, so, so Rachel like pouts and like goes away, and then they cut to. Do we cut to Brody just right away? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just cut to Brody in a fucking hotel in a suit, just like openly talking to an associate about how he's about to go get paid to fuck some rich woman, and then they break into song, and it sucks. <laughs> Anyway, we get we get that. He hooks up with a lady and Rachel looks sad and then uh we get the start of the next scene which we pick up in the new audio talking about how Tina's also there. Um yes. important to mes- mention that for the first half of this scene, Tina is not visible despite sitting next to Blaine at Sue's desk. <laughs> yeah, literally just behind carrots. <laughs> She's behind, so Sue is using her juicer to make, like, carrot juice, and there's, like, this pillar of, like, carrot leaves, and we don't know, we just think that's part of the set, and then it's revealed that Tina was sitting there the whole time. Uh, but, But Sue goes on at length about how Blaine wasn't at Cheerio practice or whatever, and he signed this, like thousand page document about his obligations to the cheerios which blaine claims he did not sign and it was a forgery and sue is like insistent about how she needs blaine uh to like stand under baby ovens (laughs) and not she was like like, get worked up (laughs) i need a non-threatening homosexual to to hoist some of the prettiest girls in, in the war in the u.s in the air and stand with a bird's eye view of their baby oven and feel absolutely. It was happy. bird's eye view of their baby ovens. <laughs> and feel absolutely happy. hilarious line. <laughs> we both got literal laughs out loud. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this was when Sue was funny. <laughs> Honestly, very funny scene for Sue and for Blaine. Yeah, it is weird to go back and watch, like, even just one season prior to where we are now, because it is just so incredibly different in season five. <laughs> You'll hear and all oh about boy, that. Courtney, season six. <laughs> You'll um, hear all about okay, that so, so that's where we leave you for us now. Uh, past high us. Take, take it, it away. away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then um, Blaine gets called into Sue's office and she's like, you have to be a Cheerio because you signed a contract. And Blaine's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yes, you did. And Blaine's like, that's not my signature. <laughs> but in order, but instead they like agree to, or like Blaine's like, I'm not going to join the Cheerios. And he storms out. Also, Tina was there for some reason. But whatever. To be a punching bag. Although yeah. Sue did get in a very funny jab at Tina. Yeah. She was like, why don't you go find a new boyfriend? Why don't you see if Lance Bass or RuPaul are available? <laughs> Whenever they mention RuPaul on this show, it does get a genuine chuckle out of us every time, though. Well, yeah. So it's just like so random. Yeah. So Blaine doesn't want to join the Cheerios. Sue really wants him there, though. So that's going to be a whole thing. Unique is mad at Ryder because Ryder kissed Marley and then Ryder's also just wildly transphobic. And so now they're feuding. And then Yeah, I like how their feud is just he's transphobic to her and she's like, please don't. Yeah. That's like kind of the extent of their feud, which I'm putting in massive air quotes. Yeah. And he's just immediately wrong. Like nobody stands up for her. I guess they do at the end. Yeah. But only when it's, like, too late. Yeah. Yeah. So they're feuding. Is there any other feuds? Uh, Santana and Brody. Santana and Brody. I was just met in McKinley. I was getting to New York. You, uh, you want to tell people what the first song of this episode is? It, is that when Santana goes to Niata? No. What am I forgetting? You're forgetting How to Be a Heartbreaker, sung by Brody as he goes to like some yes, black hotel. Like it's so, it's so bizarre. Brody's at like the Fifth Avenue Hotel or something. Like 
And literally everybody there is either a prostitute or looking to pick up a prostitute. It's yeah, like, and it's, it's all like, like it's like an event. It's like come on down to to prostitute night at this hotel. Like like everyone there is part of this scene, and like it's very weird. Um, people just like walk up to people and grab them and take them into other rooms, and like that's Glee's interpretation of prostitution. Like it's yeah, extremely odd. Like, he's just cruising this hotel lobby, which, first of all, you're not allowed to just, like, hang out in hotel lobbies in New York City. Trust me. I was a dog walker. You have to, like, announce yourself to four people when you try to enter any of those hotels in the Upper East or Upper West Side. Like, this is bullshit. Secondly, that's just not how it works. <laughs> it was very weird. Um, you can't just cruise so... a hotel for lonely cougars. <laughs> for real. Um, and also, so Brody sings How to Be a Heartbreaker by Marina and the Diamonds. And Rachel sings the bridge all moody from their apartment. And mm-hmm. I just need to tell you, Courtney. So you'll have noticed in the episode that when they say, at least I think I do, they kind of just like cut the music and have them just like say, at least I think I do. Yeah. Um, that is not what's on the recorded version of this. <laughs> On the recorded version of this, Brody gives a line reading of the line, at least I think I do, that has haunted me every time I've remembered it for the past 10 years. Jeez. He goes, and this is my best approximation, but I would you, you can listen to it on your own and make your own conclusions. But it goes, at least I think I do. <laughs> Well, like he's fucking goofy. Like, basically. I. <sighs> like, yep. he says it, like, very happy. Like, I. I, I want to, like, find it on YouTube and send it to you so that you can hear this. But in the meantime, you can tell people about the show Glee. So, so that song happens, and Brody's like, he's doing it. I think he tells this to the woman where he's like, I'm just doing this to pay for my tuition. And she's like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, no, he's like, has a conversation with like another gigolo. Oh, that's right. It's odd. It's odd. And so Santana's like on this fucking crusade to get Rachel and Kurt to like kick Brody out. Mm-hmm. Which like, it's fine if you don't like the dude, but he's not like doing anything bad. <laughs> he's just trying to pay for school. So like, I mean, I do think it's a little irresponsible to not tell the person that you're ostensibly sleeping with that you're also yeah, sleeping no. with like tens of other people. Like that's, that's a little weird. inappropriate. That's where he's wrong because he needs to be getting tested. <laughs> yeah, and like I would guess that he is, uh, but to not tell your live-in girlfriend that, I get yeah. that you're in an open relationship. Again, though, that's not what that means. <laughs> no, you have to. You're supposed to talk about it. Yeah. So Rachel really wants her to stop trying to get like Brody kicked out. But Santana's determined. So she goes to Niata and like confronts Brody as he's like teaching a dance class. And <laughs> she's like, gives him an ultimatum of like, move out of the apartment or else, basically. And then she sings a Paula Abdul song. She <laughs> sings Chillin' it's very good. It's very sexy. But then Brody just goes and snitches on her to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I baby. mean, yeah. This is funny. And Rachel's like, you have to get out because Brody, you make Brody feel uncomfortable. And so Santana's like, fine, if you don't want me here, I'll leave. And so she leaves. Um, and then we'll get to the rest of that later. Um, so back at school, Marley goes to Jake and is like, hey, I'm sorry. I promise. I only love you. And now they're back together or something. Um, yeah. They so like have fine. a little conversation in the hallway or whatever. And then Ryder is uh, instant messaging with a cute girl online. And he tells her that unique is like mad at him 
And she's like, well, why don't you, you said this week was all about feuds. Why don't you duel it out in song? And so that's what they do. Yeah. Artie sets the rules. It's um, Elton John v. Madonna. Yeah, they do dress you up and the bitch is back. It's a really fun mashup. I liked it. It's pretty good. Yeah. They they had fun with it. So that was really fun. I guess they don't really say who wins that one. Blaine is just kind of like, hey, you know, like now that you got all your anger out, you can just be friends again. And they're both like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that was weird. What happened after that? I feel like so much happened to this episode, but I don't want to get it out of order. Sue and so Blaine, Blaine goes to Sue's office and Sue has basically stolen his identity. Um, he, she put up a big sign in the sky that said Blaine is on the bottom, mm -hmm. which is very rude. <laughs> like you don't need to be announcing that to the world. And she did one other thing. What was the other thing she did? Uh, she gave him hair gel that was just cement. Oh and my he, god. He goes, it's cement. And he goes, and he like knocks on his head with his fist. And it makes I mean, all his, hair, his hair stayed in place this whole episode. I feel so weird because I'm stretching my back and I'm just like in a weird position on camera. So please don't judge me. It's no one fine. else. Yeah, it was but Sue's like, or Blaine's like, okay, fine. You want to play dirty? let's let's have a duel um and sue's like minaj versus mariah so sue's gonna be Nicki minaj i think Nicki minaj was widely misinterpreted in this episode of glee i i think they they just want to do the song but they didn't care to understand who Nicki minaj was outside of super bass <laughs> Like, both Becky and Sue imitate Nicki Minaj a lot in this episode, and none of it reads as Nicki Minaj to me, even in the slightest. No. It kind of seems, like, it, it feels a little racist, and, like, also, like, they were mixing her up with somebody else. And, like, this was, like, before Cardi B, but it they were doing much more of a Cardi B impression, if you ask me. Which is wild because Cardi B and Nicki Minaj hate each other. I know. Even though they they probably didn't know who, well, I'm sure Cardi B knew who Nicki Minaj was, but I don't think Nicki Minaj knew who Cardi B no, was because she wasn't really famous at all. No, I think she was still a stripper in the Bronx. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it was like pre-love and hip-hop. Yeah. Good for Cardi. I love Cardi B. Me too. I love Cardi B. I'm not as keen on Nicki Minaj. No, <laughs> especially not especially recently. Now. Especially in light of recent events. <laughs> so they're going to do their feud, duel, battle. Meanwhile, Finn and Mr. Shu have their battle, which I've only, in this episode, I've only seen this clip. It's so funny. That of uh, all things from this that, that you saw, the like weird Mr. Shu. The weird. Well, first Finn and Mr. Shu are in the auditorium, and Mr. Shu walks in and goes, "All right, we need to do something muscular like Biggie or Tupac." And it's like what? It genuinely <laughs> threw me for a loop. I have no memory of that line before this, and like we need to do something muscular like Biggie versus Tupac. It's just like what? 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 <laughs> we need to do something muscular. Yeah, what, what, what does that mean? And then also the thought of Mr. Shu and Finn having their musical feud to Biggie and Tupac makes me want to die. <laughs> These two white boys <laughs> want to do Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> it makes so much more sense that they went with NSYNC because you know that Matthew Morrison thinks that he's Justin Timberlake. Oh, I think I've said this before. Matthew Morrison is just if if you drew Justin Timberlake from memory. Yeah, and yeah. you threw in like you just like peppered in like a dash of buble. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he is like a weird Disney gay. <laughs> and he was in a boy band. Matthew Morrison? Yeah. Was he in the boy band um with Tina Burner? <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> 
Wouldn't that be hilarious, though? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not the same one. Um, it's not. I can't, I I can't 100% confirm it, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, no, Matthew Morrison was in LMNT. Do you remember the song Hey Juliet? I remember the song Check Yes, Juliet. This is not that. Yeah, I figured. You probably heard it on Radio Disney at least once. Oh, probably then, yeah. Anyway, that was the band that Matthew Morrison is in. Also, Kevin McHale was in a boy band, too. He would be in a boy band. I see that He was him. in NLT, which stood for Not Like Them. <laughs> sure. <sighs> Remember boy bands. So anyways, um, they decide to neither do Biggie nor Tupac. Thank God. They instead go with the much safer choices of NSYNC v Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Which I don't think was a feud. It was just that they were two boy bands at the same time. Yeah, they were like largely produced by the same people, I think. Yeah, they were just like the same thing. But yeah. um, they met, they mash up Bye 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 and... Um, I Want It That Way. I Want It That Way. Oh my god, my brain could not think of the name of that song. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, tell me why. No. <laughs> it's a It's a fun mashup. Mr. Shu, Blaine, and I think Jake have like the puppet strings on them. Yeah. And then Finn, Ryder, Sam, and Artie are all Backstreet Boys. They couldn't get Teen Jesus in there to be like the fourth NSYNC member. <laughs> they yeah. couldn't just out. So that happens. And also in the mean. In between them doing the like performance is I think a dream sequence because I don't think it actually happened. Yeah, it's extremely Shu, weird. It's never addressed. Of Mr. Shu tackling Finn and like punching him and then Finn kicking him off and then like throwing him and they're like in a full fucking bar brawl and it's like And then at the end they hug. And then at the end of they hug. And then, and then once the song is over, I think Sam is like, this is a lot of love in the room right now. Like, you guys should just hug it out. Funny. And then Finn's like, yeah, I'm ready to hug it out. And Mr. Shoe's like, no. Get out. <laughs> and he, like, basically fires Finn, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, I want to forgive you, Finn, but I can't. And it's like, grow up. Yeah, he's literally 19. Leave him alone. He's a child. <sighs> the show is so frustrating. Um, <laughs> I feel like I make that realization like halfway through every recording. <laughs> yeah. So then Blaine and Sue do their song. Yeah, what song is that, Courtney? It's a Mariah Carey song that I don't know the name of. It's called I Still Believe. I Still Believe. And Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Sue is wearing what Nicki wears in the Super Bass music video. Like the wig and the like leopard print outfit. The Cheerios come in in the same wigs. And then Sue attempts to do some dance moves. But she's very stiff in her movements. There's a lot of extreme close-ups of her face. Of her like... Of her like eyes. Like and, and the purple eyeliner on them. And, like, the drawn-on freckles. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't help but laugh the entire time it was happening. Like, mm -hmm. it was so cringy. And then they brought in, like, feathers. And they were throwing feathers. And then, like, a light-up stage. Yeah, they did, and like, the, the black light thing from the music video. And then at one point, Sue was on, like, a tiny motorbike. Yeah. Riding around. And meanwhile, Blaine is, like, still trying to sing his song. But he's getting, like, attacked by feathers. And then it ends. And in a baffling turn of events, they all say that Sue was the best. They all cheer for her. They're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe we just witnessed that. That's, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. Which is asinine. The only so Blaine, way that people would enjoy that if, if it was like the principal like lost a bet with the students to be like, yeah. I bet we can't raise this amount of money. And if we do, I'm going to do the full super bass choreography dressed as Nicki Minaj. That's the only situation where people would think that was cool. 
Yeah. They would not think that this is cool. No, it's it's just it's honestly offensive, like how bad it is. <laughs> and it's just in poor taste, like all Does around. It live up to the hype, Courtney. I think in the sense that it's really bad, yes. <laughs> it is as bad as the legend says. It's <laughs> not as cringy. Like I didn't have a physical reaction to it, like I did let's have a kiki turkey lurky day. It's um, turkey lurky time, I'll remind whatever. you. Whatever. Turkey lurky time. Whatever the fuck that song is, it made me want to both throw up and run away. So <laughs> this this more evoked laughter, and I was like, I, this might as well happen. <laughs> the thing is, if I hadn't let slip that Sue does super bass, and I had just left this as a surprise... I think you would have had that visceral reaction that you had with uh, "Let's Have a Kiki." Yeah, but I, I have always, I think I've always known that Sue does super race. I just haven't okay. seen it. Yeah, I've known that for like a long time. Okay, that's one of those like weird glee things that I know. People do like to bring it up online. Yeah, I was kind of worried it was going to get spoiled for you before you saw it. I don't like seek things out. You, you. I mean, I sent you that thing the other day on Instagram, and you're like, "Look away, spoilers!" And I was like, "Where? What?" And you were like, "Never mind." <laughs> you sent me a thing that like has an image of them that is like from the season five opener, and it like has like the text of that scene on it. I and didn't it's know that you haven't seen, and you're like, "What do you mean they're spoilers?" Truly, I literally, I think that also speaks to the fan service for serviceiness of the show is that I just think everything is like a meme some fan made. <laughs> yeah. See, see, that's the thing is that like the Glee fans are excellent, excellent photoshoppers. This has been the case since the beginning. And I still sometimes see things online where I'm like, geez. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, so I guess you just assumed that that image of them had been manipulated with technology. Yeah. Yeah, I really did. That's so funny. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> they got me, gal. <laughs> so Blaine is now a Cheerio. So Sue gives him a uniform and a thong. <laughs> and is like, welcome to the bottom of the pyramid, boy. Um, he, he and Becky co-captain, though. He is co-captain, which is odd. I don't know why Sue wanted him so badly. I mean, uh, look at him. I guess little twunk <laughs> his little twunk body i mean he and kurt can both be cheerleading champions together now yeah so. exactly that's fun that's fun for them as a couple yeah think of their kids finding out that both of their parents are national title holders in cheerleading and neither of them have ever talked about it because they only cared about glee <laughs> yeah it's just stupid yeah, so then Blaine leaves Sue's office, underwear in hand, and walks down the hallway, and, like, Sam comes up to him, and Blaine's like, the plan has worked perfectly. I've infiltrated her from the inside. So I guess he wanted to be a Cheerio? I don't remember these, like, grand plans they had. The, this is the first that's been mentioned. Okay. I'm glad um, I didn't see anything there. Yeah, it was, like, kind of a twist that actually Blaine has like a secret plan to take down Sue. I don't know what Blaine's motivation for that is. I guess just that he's a good person and he's like, hey, life would be easier if Sue wasn't working at this school anymore. Yeah, true. I don't think very much happens with this plot. I know some stuff does, but it's very, it's not nearly as cool as it sounds like it's going to be. Yeah, as as cool as the Warblers infiltrating was. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was probably that was the last episode of Glee that we both genuinely loved. Superheroes. <laughs> yeah, what was between now and then that we would like better? The wedding episode is pretty good. Yeah. But it was, but it did was it have TVs The Flash? It did not have TVs The Flash, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah, not certainly not Glee, actually, or whatever. Oh, Jesus. So. Ryder gets back online with Mystery Girl <laughs> and is like, I just don't understand why Unique is like this. 
and then mystery girl who i fully looked elise in the eye like i got close i'll, I'll recreate it now through my words because you can't see me you like asked me to pause yeah i was like elise elise and i kept getting closer and closer to my computer camera and i was like elise i knew what you were gonna say <laughs> and i was like this is uniquest fully catfishing writer and then you play press play on the episode and we just kept going <laughs> you've but you've proven to be very good at predicting where writers stories are gonna go because it's just fucking finn's life again finn didn't get catfished Did catfish by a trans woman that i don't know about no no so there you go but i'm just also, like Finn's not dyslexic so therefore my, they must be two different people. My brain is just like, what's the most obvious, like, what's the cringiest worst way that this show could go? And that's just what it's going to do. That's, that's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had the whole Kurt was in love with Finn kind of storyline. You know, you got me there. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to do the same thing here, but you it's got different. me there. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow that. Okay. I'll allow okay. that as an equivalency. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. God, this is a weird episode. Did you so, like this? No. Okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> but I was like, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down on this. I'm 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 pretty sure I'm going downward. It was full of Mr. Shu and Finn. It was full of like white man bullshit. You unique the songs was only were mostly it. weird. Unique was only in it to be a punching bag. Same with Tina. Blaine was good. Yeah, yeah. Blaine, Blaine's story was my favorite part. What Santana was, was good, too. Sam? Santana. Oh, San yeah. I, I was, then, They should have trusted Santana. You should always trust Santana. Yes. She got the street smarts. Um, street so smarts. Finn is packing up his stuff for Mr. Shoe's office that they share, I guess. And Marley comes in and like gives him a thank you card. And then she's like, why don't you throw a pair and tell Mr. Shu that you're not going to leave and that you guys need to work it out. And Finn's like, that's just like not how it works. <laughs> and Marley's like, all right, pussy. And then she leaves. <laughs> well, she gives him like a thank you card. And like, we don't see what it says, but Finn seems very touched by it. Yeah. Oh, and she also tells him that he should become a teacher. Yeah, and, like, I don't know why this is the first time it dawned on him that he could just, like, go get his degree in teaching. He's, like, because he says multiple times during this, and he's, like, I, I don't think, I think across, like, even multiple episodes, maybe. He's, like, but I don't, but I need a teaching degree to do that. And I'm, like, what are you doing right now that precludes you from going and getting a teaching degree? There's literally nothing stopping you right now. He yeah. could do that and still coach Glee Club, no problem. <laughs> If, it, if, if, like, if he still had his job, he could totally do both. Yeah, because Glee Club was, what, like, an hour after school every day? Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah, he's not like Mr. Shu. He doesn't teach, like, another whole-ass class and do Glee Club. Yeah. So, stop being a bitch, Finn. Um, <laughs> and so, then, um, Ryder and Unique make up. So, they're they're fine now. Because Unique, as blonde woman, was like, maybe you should be nice. And he was like, yeah, maybe I should be nice. <laughs> um, again, all of the men in the show are dumb because they don't know what to do until some somebody smarter tells them. Ryder has, like, the strongest convictions in this, and then he caves on every single thing after, like, one instant message from this girl. Yeah. Who doesn't he's, even exist. And he, he never even is like, ah, oh, I guess you're right. He's always like, you're so smart. How come I never thought of it that way? And it's like, because you didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's like, yeah. And then Unique, Unique tells like all these popular girls like chased after her after school like the other day. And like and everyone, everyone, everyone's like, oh, we're going to walk you home every day. I'm like, what? How are you going to get home? Yeah, including Kitty. Kitty, I'm so fucking confused by this girl. They keep they're like they now trying to make us decide like what her. to do with her. Yeah, now they're trying to make us like her, but it's like 
literally no. in the previous episode she was acting shady marley was like don't tell anyone she's like okay i won't and it like zooms in on like her fingers like being crossed behind her back like like yeah. what is her deal which didn't matter anyways because marley told jake two minutes later marley still doesn't know that kitty gave her the eating disorder yeah she finds out uh in like two episodes though oh, okay but um, they don't so do then, nearly enough to address it, if you ask me. No. Do they sing a song? Who? Anybody. Is there a song? Santana sings Cold Hearted. No, that was earlier. Well, so, so Finn... No, okay, so back in New York, Santana's been kicked out of um, Kurt and Rachel's apartment, so she goes and hatches her new master plan, and... Like Brody, oh no! This is when Brody like Silent Hill video game. <laughs> this was so weird. He like glitches. So weird. He like glitches down the hallway like in the fucking Shining, and then and appears it, like, made at the computer door. noise. Yeah, it was creepy as fuck. And then he opens the door and turns on the light, and it's Santana in the room. And Santana's I have a like, gif of Santana turning around and smiling at him. <laughs> I have it saved <laughs> my computer. And it's just Santana going, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> yeah, basically. And then Santana's like, you need to come clean to Rachel. And I know someone who's going to make you do that. And out of the bathroom walks fucking Finn. I <sighs> can't put to words how much I hate this scene. He was literally just in Ohio like an hour ago. I mean, it's not like, like I, I can give them that. Like, like Finn doesn't have anything going on anymore. He got fired basically. Like he might as well go to New York, I guess. Like, and, and it could be, it could have been a couple days, you know, we don't really know, but I just, the, the way that this is absolutely not Finn's business in the slightest. It's also just so unnecessary. It, like, why Santana thought, okay, aside from, like, a purely evil reason of, like, well, not evil, but, like, purely, like, conniving reasons to, like, get back at Brody, okay, but, like, if she's really doing this because she's Rachel's friend and she's looking out for her, why get Finn involved when, like, part of Rachel's problem with Finn when they broke up was that, like, Finn keeps, like, telling Rachel that they're not together, but then getting upset when she sees other people. And so, like, why are you dragging him into this just for him to be more weirdly possessive over her? As he's, like, punching Brody's lights out, he says, stay away from my future wife. Creepy. Which is disgusting. <laughs> Ew. No. Um, they, like, I, destroy this hotel room, too. They, they literally, like, like it's totaled. Like, lamps have shattered. Tables are busted. They, they're, like, probably dense in the walls. Honestly, they there's got to be blood on something with how yeah, much they, punching they did. They threw, like, Brody could sue Finn. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, and that's that's how the episode, that's how that ends. Like, Finn <laughs> storms out into the streets of New York, I guess. And then well, they, the, all the kids in the Glee Club sing Closer by Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was weird. It. The way Ryder was singing those first few lines are just like, uh, uh. <laughs> and then and then another weird choice here is that there was a scene earlier where Brody was in the shower and Santana was sneaking through his stuff to get like dirt on him, and the song Brody was singing in the shower was fucking closer by Tegan and Sarah. Why are those two things connected in any way, storytelling wise? Who's ready? I don't know. <laughs> that deep scared toothless. <laughs> I'm sorry, toothless. No, no, it's okay. It's just scary. Good boy. Um, Courtney, what was your favorite song? We didn't we didn't say the ending, which is that uh writer was back to messaging oh, that's right. a fake woman and he's like, Your advice helped. Like we're all we're all good now. We're gonna win regionals. When can I meet you? And she just goes offline. <laughs> well, she's like typing and then like writers like listening because he thinks he hears somebody else typing in the library and then she goes yeah. offline. Yeah. 
And that's how the episode ends dramatically. Yeah. Uh, what was my favorite song? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a real barrel of monkeys in here. There's the Santana song. I did like Cult Hearted. That was really I thought high. it was pretty impressive. Yeah. It was really I was saying as we were watching, I was like, this is what Rachel was trying to do when she was like when she did uh oops, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. I also liked the writer and unique song. I thought that, was, that was a really solid mashup. The songs worked really well together. Yeah. And the vocals were good. Yeah, unique was good this episode. Yeah. Big episode for unique. <laughs> yeah. They're finally giving her something to do. Yeah. What was your favorite song? Did you just say that? Yeah, that was literally what we were just saying. It, oh my God. It's fine. I. It's been a long afternoon and evening for you. I did a play reading earlier. Yeah, I don't want to think about what I was doing earlier. Oh, yeah. But, uh, well. Um, I don't know that I have fun facts. It's just, just a weird episode. It set up a lot of stuff. I don't really know what what's happening. I guess my fun fact was what I told you about the studio version of How to Be a Heartbreaker, which I sent you, by the way, if you go to about 59 seconds in. Okay. <laughs> I like that you just know that. <laughs> well, I, I pulled it up while we were talking earlier, oh. and I found it. <laughs> I don't just know that off the top of my head. I mean... It wouldn't surprise me if you did. No, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> like, I would believe you. Yeah, I know. I don't need this Moon Knight ad, thank you. At least I think I do. What did I tell you? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Final thoughts mean? on the infamous feud episode. Courtney made a funny joke that uh, this was the um, this was like the pilot for the feud show that Ryan Murphy yeah. did. Yeah, this was the original. This is the OG, the OG feud. Yeah. Finn v. Will. Sue v. Blaine. Sue v. Blaine. Unique v. Writer. Santana v. Brody. <laughs> God, that's too many views. <laughs> I think that's part of my problem with season four is that it's just so overstuffed. Well, it's like they have one plot line, but everybody has to do it in their own way. You know? <laughs> they, they, they share one plot line and they have to yeah. pass it around. It's like the meme about how like orange cats only share one brain cell and they each get a turn with it. Yeah, yeah. And you get the one Glee plot line this week. But yeah, because there were like five plot lines in this and only like one and a half of them were done well. <laughs> yeah, and those weren't even the main ones that we were supposed to be focusing focus on. I don't know. So that's pretty wild. I don't know. I feel like this isn't the worst episode I've seen of Glee. No, it's definitely not the worst. But it's, is it anywhere not- close to the top? No. Yeah. <laughs> on I would a, say on it's a- like lower third. Yeah, I would give it like a, a three. Yeah, yeah. And it's only getting those three points because Santa, Santana did, did the work this episode. Yeah, so. she, oh God. She's so good right now. She, like, literally, we were, we were watching like a masterclass in like comedic acting from Naya Rivera right now. I, uh, she's so funny in these episodes. <laughs> She's so funny. And now she they, was they... the saving grace of this episode. That oh, yeah. and Blaine knocking against his head saying, it's cement. Those are the two. I feel like there was maybe one other good joke, but I don't remember it. I feel like most of the stuff that we're really liking these days is less jokes and more like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like and I'm all out of soup. It's Glee not being intentionally funny. Yeah, it's it's like... It's just a bizarro lie. Yeah, it's just it, nothing ever makes sense. Uh, well, what what's gonna be the next new big thing that I that I tease now that Super Base is out of the way? 
season six just in general <laughs> yeah yeah oh i'll just keep bringing up um all Rocky. the stuff i told you about karofsky that you need to keep an eye out for. <sighs> i already hate it just one more reminder for the folks at home i swear to fucking god if you spoil anything about karofsky in season six i'm gonna kill you <laughs> That is my one hard and fast line. Like, even if you'd send her super base or whatever, like, fine. If you say something about Karofsky in season six, <laughs> I'll fucking find you. You're like Aaron in that episode of, um, oh, what's the episode where he's like, I don't care who says this is a good game, you're wrong. It's like Sonic Heroes or something. Yeah. Like, I have a savings account. I will I will find you. <laughs> okay. Well Well, this has been another rousing episode of TH Glee. Out of the three we watched it. today, Wedding was the best. Yes. And then the other two are tied for worst. <laughs> what was okay, it was the movie one before this? That one I, that one's like a five. It's just like not memorable. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like offensive in any way. No. Yeah, I it's guess like, it just like went from best to worst today. Yeah. But neither of the last two were any good. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's just, it's now downhill from here, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have very few episodes left this season. Oh my God. I think. We might like one of them. Hmm, cool. Tight, 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 tight. Tight, 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 cool, 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 To be cool, honest, cool. this is the stretch of the season that I usually don't ever revisit. But I'm not saying it's like the worst, but it certainly doesn't have any like standout amazing episodes in it. Great. Cool. Can't wait. Love that journey for us. Well, well. We have, we, have, we have six episodes left in season four. Damn. That's so we, little and also... Yeah. How did we get this far into season four, dude? I don't know. Okay, well... <laughs> well it's been another rousing episode of TH Glee. Um, follow us on Patreon. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. That's the only place you'll find us. <laughs> And yeah, futurists take it away. Hey. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at Lovely Lacey. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at Cordy Slyle. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god.